0: This is an Niles Energy podcast, episode 201, six study strategies with Vanessa.
1: In today's IELTS Energy episode, we have special guest teacher, Vanessa, to teach you guys six strategies for studying, which will improve your speaking, make you sound more natural, like a native speaker, and help you on all parts of the IELTS exam. Listen up and take notes. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America N.A. member FDIC. Hello, IELTS Energy listeners. We have a special guest today to help you speak more naturally. We have teacher Vanessa um, from YouTube fame. Hi Vanessa. <laughs> Hi, thanks for having me. Um so you have you have a lot of stuff going on, so you teach online, you have this like incredibly popular and effective YouTube channel. But then you're also coming out with a a course, right? Yes, that is true. It's going to be awesome. So what is what is the what is it? (laughs) What is the course? Yes,
2: the course is called 50 Natural English Expressions. And basically, I created a, a list in a course based around all of the natural english mistakes that my skype students make oh, so i've okay. taught over like 2000 skype classes oh to people around the world <laughs> yeah it's been a really busy year so i just decided i've been saying and these same things again and again right. so i need to put this into a course so that people who aren't taking my skype lessons or people who are can just have a great place where they can listen to them and learn these natural expressions and use them themselves instead of sounding like a textbook.
1: That's okay. Yeah. So when I was reading about, um, about some of you, I was reading through some of your material and the first thing that caught my attention was to, recommending recommending this language so students don't sound like a textbook. And that's something that we talk about all the time on our show and something that we address in our online IELTS course as well. Um if students talk like a textbook on the IELTS exam, the highest score that they can hope for is a 6. Like that's it. And a and a 6 in a, in an examiner's mind is just like Well, that's a student. It's a, you know, it's a good student. Like I could tell they studied, but they're still just a student. Like there's nothing, there's nothing like extra happening there. So something like your course is really what will drive our IELTS candidates to hit that seven or higher for vocabulary because they're, they're saying something interesting, um, that other students don't use, right? So when you say like natural English expression, what does that mean to you? Natural English.
2: Well, natural English to me is something that when a native speaker hears it, they'll think that it doesn't sound strange at all. I think a lot of times when English learners say certain expressions, us, we can understand it. Native speakers, we we know what they're saying. But it sounds like something that I would never say myself. So there's a lot of... Things in the course about using expressions like supposed to, it's up to you. Cool. I'm gonna keep doing something. These things that we use all the time, but you know, English learners don't naturally use them.
1: That's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. So um <laughs> that has a lot to do with the the coherence aspect of our speaking and our writing. Like, um, I tell students that if, like, if they're writing an essay, um, and it's the communication factor that's common to speaking and writing, right? So if they're writing an essay or they're speaking to someone, if the listener or the reader has to like stop and go back and like rewrite, rewind in their head what they were talking about, or stop reading the essay and go back to the sentence before, because it doesn't like connect, it doesn't sound right, and they don't quite understand what is trying to be said there. So So yeah, oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so you gave us a couple examples, like keep doing something. Was there a couple other examples you can give us from the course?
2: Yeah, sure. So for example, I talk a lot about how to use simple expressions that native speakers use a lot. So for example, the word pretty, pretty, like I'm pretty happy today, I'm pretty tired. I hear English learners use all the time, I'm very tired or I'm a little tired, but – We use words like this all the time. I'm pretty happy. I'm not that happy. Using like that and pretty instead of very all the time is really going to make your English sound rich and natural instead of just using the same words again and again. And I know English learners don't want to use those same words again and again, but they don't know what else they should use. Mm -hmm. So I feel like this, this is really going to help to grow their vocabulary. And during the speaking section of the test, mm-hmm. you need to be able to show that you have a good command of natural English.
1: Yeah. we I just did um, a YouTube video about how to add adverbs and adjectives to your speaking answers to increase your vocabulary score. And it's exactly stuff like that. It's these, these missed opportunities that are not like – these amazing academic terms or whatever. Like, that's not how they score highly on the exam. They score highly by using interesting language. Not just formal language, right? But interesting natural language, like what you're talking about. So instead of saying, like... Uh, using these, these basic quantifiers or, you know, amount words that they learned in their first year of English. Like, I, I am a little happy. Like, that's fine. Like, that's an adjective. Good job. But you could be like, I'm super happy or I'm pretty happy. I'm amazingly happy. Like these, you know, extra descriptive words. Okay. Awesome. Yes. So another really amazing resource on your site that is available right now, your six tips for speaking natural English, right? And students can download that PDF from your site?
2: Yes, yes. So this is a PDF that I made. It's a guide to help students who want to learn natural English, but maybe they aren't sure how to find those natural words that they don't use themselves. Mm-hmm. So these six steps are just to help students go through each step to be able to not only learn the expressions, but use them, because that's the whole purpose. We want right. to use English, yes. not just know it <laughs>
1: exactly exactly that's that's what I, always drives my my teaching methodology is when you teach something you have to use it right away you know teach it use it teach it, use it. because exactly right if students are just reading something it's not this like magic key that's going to float in their head and, like, all of a sudden come out on test day because they, you know, saw it with their eyes. Like, that doesn't make sense. They have to use it. They have to practice it. Um, yes. All right. So, let's go through your six tips and then um hopefully the students can listen to this episode a couple times, take notes on our ideas, and then they could use your PDF to Increase their IELTS scores. So, um, and what, what amazing, what, what amazing, what amazes me about this is that it connects to so many different parts of the exam. It's not just for speaking. Um, all right. So the first tip you say is to listen to natural materials every day. So natural materials, like what?
2: So these natural materials. First of all, this would depend on your level at the moment. So Mm. if you feel like you are a beginner and it's really difficult to understand even our like our conversation now, if if students are having trouble understanding this, then I recommend starting with something that is as natural as possible, but maybe not starting with a TV show because that's going to be pretty overwhelming so, natural materials might be YouTube videos, podcasts, radio, mm-hmm. listening to audiobooks, audio files. And I started with listening because I feel like a lot of us miss out on listening in Definitely. our language learning. Yeah. And I know podcasts are a great way to do that. So, actually, in this uh, PDF, in this guide on the third page, I gave a bunch of resources. So, cool. okay. for those of you listening to this, I wrote different links to resources so that you can check out what are natural
1: materials and you can have a link right there to just take a look. That's awesome. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. And I think when when approaching some... Like huge new skill, like trying to become a natural English speaker. Like that's an enormous goal. And you can't just start talking right away. You have to, to intake the language first, right? Before you can produce it. So starting any new sort of speaking goal is important to start with listening for sure. So this step definitely, of course, connects to the listening section of the exam. I mean, listening and speaking are directly linked pronunciation and your ability to comprehend what you hear. Those two things are directly linked. So you you can't just practice a skill by itself. So,
2: yes. yes. And I know that's helped me a lot, too, as I was learning French, which is the language that got me passionate about learning languages, that... When you listen to something, when I listen to French podcasts or TV or radio, I felt a lot more motivated because I saw that real people are speaking this and right. I want to participate in those kind of conversations.
1: Yeah. If you can, as, as a student of language, um, and if you're, I mean, IELTS is a test of your English, guys. If you are taking the test, you are a student of language. You need good English. But if if this is your goal, get involved in the culture. Get passionate and motivated about something – Besides a test, a test is not passionate, right? If you're going to improve your English, find a TV show you like, find some music, follow a band. I mean, there's so many options in pop culture these days, and it's all available online. You can definitely find something to motivate your your practice and your listening, getting involved. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, yes, The internet is awesome. Because <laughs> we do everything on the internet, you and I. So, yep. It's definitely awesome because we are there that's why it's awesome okay um and so number two so write new expressions in a special notebook so on our podcast we um sometimes we have vocabulary focused episodes we talk about natural idioms to use for specific topics on the exam and i always talk about the vocabulary notebook so is that what you're talking about here like having a like a special voca- vocabulary notebook yes
2: yeah, so this kind of notebook is is something that will just help you to take a couple extra seconds with the Mm expression. So for me, I know a lot of English learners too. We write things down and then we never go back and take a look at it. I never study it. But I feel like for myself, even if I never go back and look at it, it helps me because I took a couple extra seconds to think about the expression and to focus on it. Maybe write a sample sentence or two about it. So Even if you never go back and take a look at it, it's still useful to write it down. You're using and connecting those different skills. Of course, it's better if you take a look at it again. (laughs) But even if you don't, I really still recommend
1: doing that. Yeah, well, it's – well, yeah, at the very least. That's just the first step, which, I mean, let's be honest, that's not enough. Just, like, hearing it and then writing it down one time, like you said – That's just, that's the very beginning of actually acquiring this new vocab. So IELTS students out there, if you want to recognize a high level vocabulary word in the reading or listening, or if you want to use it and produce it in the speaking and writing to raise your vocab scores, you have to focus on practicing and using it. Um, and I like your, you have a recommendation on that step of reading it out loud. I love that. So guys, if you have a vocabulary notebook, Take just a couple minutes every night, read one page out loud, you know, and then the next night, read the next page out loud and just keep, keep doing that every night. It's just a couple minutes. Um Yeah. So fantastic. Number three, repeat a story and compare with the original. Um, What story? Like where did, what story are you talking about? <laughs> All right.
2: So the first, the first part about a story is that it's something that you can remember. So in the In the resources section on the third page, I gave some links to some short stories, two to five minutes, usually around two minutes that English learners can listen to. And then they can try to use those vocabulary words in that context of the story. So I wrote this one because in the course for each expression, I created a story either from my own life, from someone else's life. I created a story with each expression so that English learners, as they go through the course, can follow these six steps. They'll lear- listen to it, they'll write the note, their expression in the notebook, and then they can repeat that story. So the story is just one to two minutes, something that you can use instead of just hearing a sentence, but you're hearing it in a context, maybe you'll remember that whole story. Definitely. So, for example, for each expression, I wrote that kind of story, and one of them, I'll see if I can think of one <laughs> is... Oh, uh, for example. So the first one, it's actually available on YouTube. You can get the first lesson for free on YouTube. Uh, is about talking about go home, come home. I go home at 5 a.m. I come home at 5 p.m. These kind of things. Mm-hmm. So I told a story about how my dad, when I was younger, used to come home every day at 5 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I just... It created the story around that expression so that by the time English learners have reviewed that story a couple times, They've repeated that expression so many times, awesome. but in a context. So hearing a story in a context is so natural. We tell stories all the mm-hmm. time in conversation. So I think stories are really valuable.
1: Oh, for sure. And that directly connects to one of our um, IELTS strategies for speaking part two. Students have to talk for one to two minutes about a topic. And it's just like this one sentence topic they're given. So I always tell students that the best approach to this is to think about a story they have in their life that connects to the topic somehow perfect Um, yes and then that's the best way to fill the time. It, it raises their fluency score because they're talking about something they know, right? They're telling a story. It raises their coherence score because they're linking words. It's a, it's a time, um, it's a natural way to use time linking words, right? Because you're telling a story first and then yes. after that. Um, and then pronunciation also increases. It gets better because they're talking about something that they have feelings about, right? So the sort of natural intonation and stress comes out. So this part of your course, like, like specifically, directly, immediately would help our students with their speaking part two practice. So I love yes, that. Yes, yes.
2: And even for students who are not part of the course, I wanted to give you guys some free materials too. So if you check out the resources, there's some links to websites for... English learners, they have a bunch of short stories that you can listen to the audio of, and then you can follow along. So these don't necessarily follow one specific expression like they do in my course, but you can still get that handle on... Telling a story and the flow of the story. So those resources will be really useful, I think.
1: Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, for sure. I need to, I need to add these resources to our study plan in the course. That's so (laughs) awesome. Okay. Uh, number four, shadow real English materials once a week. Shadow. What is, what's
2: that? Shadowing. So shadowing is just imitating directly after a speaker. Cool hopefully okay. a native speaker. So for example, if someone wanted to shadow with this podcast, they could just repeat exactly what you and I are saying. Mm-hmm. And that way they can try to imitate the natural pronunciation, the natural intonation. And you could use any kinds of material for yeah. this. So this podcast, TV shows, uh, I left some resources, of course, in the guide that they can get. Mm-hmm. But you could shadow with anything. And it's been really awesome because once I introduced this kind of idea to some of my English students, they have found that just the confidence in pronunciation has grown a ton. And I know pronunciation is really important for the test. You gotta you gotta be understood. <laughs> yeah,
1: of course. Yeah. I, I give the same advice to to students all the time. Like find clips on YouTube of, especially like sitcoms, you know, where um, actors are very expressive. Um, and although maybe we don't sound like that every day in real life, I like to take it just one step further, right? So they're just practicing this, like, this big sort of emotive way of speaking. And I know they're not going to go that far on the exam, but even if they approach that, you know, expressing emotion. Um, yes, then they're yes. going to get a seven or higher for pronunciation. Pronunciation is the yeah. easiest score to the easiest category to get a high score in. Um, yeah, I love that. I tell students to do that all the time. Watch and mimic and copy. That's awesome. Um, number five, get feedback as you speak. So this is, um, we've done a few episodes about this actually because students are always asking, right? Like how, who's going to help me? Where can I find a teacher to help me practice speaking? So, um, um, Vanessa, you do teach online, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So if students go to your website, um, where can they find the classes? Where can they, they navigate to to try and book some time with you?
2: Sure. So I recommend starting with a trial lesson so that you can check out the style and you can let me know more about what you're looking for and how I can help you. Mm -hmm. But at the website, SpeakEnglishWithFanessa.com, just click at the top. There's a button that says Speak English. Very simple and straightforward. (laughs) Speak English. And that will take you to the trial lesson page. So we could meet for 20 minutes for $5 and talk about your Needs and how I can help you,
1: oh, that's fantastic, okay, that's really easy to remember, guys. Just click on the button that says speak English that's yes, that's very clear all right, and something oh, I just wanted to say
2: something really quick for people who are who are not going to go on Skype and find a teacher. There's also an a really cool resource that I listed here on this guide about
1: local English groups. Mm-hmm. Ha- have you ever used the website meetup.com? Um is the, I think I have. Yeah, I've tried to find like a like a movie group to join.
2: <laughs> ah, yeah, yeah. So, I've used this website in almost every place I've lived around oh, the world cool. just to meet friends or I played volleyball in Paris or went in Korea and we drank different kinds of Korean drinks together. That's you can awesome. learn English in that kind of environment definitely. too. So yeah. check out meetup.com and try to find a local language group near you. Just meet at a coffee shop and chat together. And that's just another alternative to for people who might want to meet in person yeah, or definitely. might not – be able to book time to meet with someone online. Yeah,
1: for sure. No, that's an excellent resource. And I mean, it just to be around native speakers and that just to be in that environment, even if you're kind of shy at first, at least you're improving your listening. Like there's, yes. there's no disadvantage <laughs> to doing that. All right. Oh, yeah. Let's get to the last tip here. Um, learn from other people's mistakes. Um, just real quick. What, what does that mean for our students? So that means
2: that Almost all English learners are going to have the base of certain mistakes that they make because you all learned, and I learned other foreign languages as well, in a classroom, learning from the textbook where you're only listening to unnatural audio CDs or learning just that textbook English. So by learning from teachers like you and I who are showing those mistakes that we've heard Mm -hmm. and giving alternatives. So this number six is the best way to actually bypass a lot of mistakes by just learning natural expressions, either through YouTube, you could do your own search, or in the course, I give a lot of expressions, 50 natural English expressions. (laughs) And I think a lot of teachers who care about providing real expressions are a great resource. So learning specifically online from,
1: from YouTube, from courses about mistakes, typical mistakes. That's really going to help. Yeah, for sure. In, in our IELTS course also, um, we can extend this idea to, to all the skills, really. We have, um, for each module, speaking, listening, reading, writing. Um, I always end with the rookie mistakes, right? Cause we want to learn from other people's mistakes, right? That's how yeah, that's awesome. we get better. <laughs> yeah. So there's this list of, of just these classic rookie mistakes that happen every single Saturday all over the world that mess up people's scores on the listening test on the reading test so yeah you know we have a lot of in common Vanessa I think our uh, teaching methodologies <laughs> really complement each other okay um, so just to sum up you guys, in order to increase your scores on all parts of the exam, these six tips for speaking natural English will help you. And not only are they listed in this PDF, but resources are there as well. So um, th- thank you so much, Vanessa, for coming on today. I think you really gave our IELTS listeners some new ideas and some new directions. It's lovely having a guest from outside our IELTS world to come on and help our students. So thank you so much for coming on today. Do you have any last inspirational thoughts for our IELTS students? Oh, you
2: can do it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: You can do it. You rock, you guys. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks again, Vanessa. And guys, please visit Vanessa's website. Can you tell us that website one more time?
2: Yes, speakenglishwithvanessa.com. And over there, you can find Skype lessons, this free guide, and the 50 Natural English Expressions course, and all the other awesome stuff going on there.
1: Cool. So many awesome resources. All right. Awesome. Well, have a lovely day, Vanessa, and thanks for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Okay, Bye.
0: Bye.